Welcome to TGIP, it's podcast time. This podcast is intended solely for entertainment purposes. The subjects discussed are not aimed at providing professional advice. Everything shared on this platform is based on personal experience, opinion, and should be considered subjective, not applicable to all. In addition, we welcome all individuals, regardless of their affiliations. Hi guys, welcome back to TGIP. This is Cassie and I'm here with Dee and Rasha once again. Today we are going to talk about relationships, do's and don'ts. We are going to focus on monogamous relationships um, for this one. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, welcome back. We are going to get right into it. So when it comes to relationships, you guys, what do you think are the keys to a successful relationship? Um, I think there are many keys to like for a for a relationship to be successful. Um, and I think one of them is definitely like communication, and the second one is honesty. I feel like if you know two people decide to have those two on the table, it's gonna be even easier to like you know navigate the relationship, and um you know kind of like in the same way making sure that you know it's the best because just like with friendship the segment we did on friendship when you're able to communicate with your partner and you're able to be honest with your partner so whatever is going on um you know the two of us can decide to work on it um i feel like shutting down and not having like a line of communication obviously you know already puts a toll on the relationship and if you're communicating but you're not being honest about what is it that you're feeling what is it that you want you know what is it that upsets you that you know you didn't like it's also putting like a strain in the relationship because as much as two people love each other um, and care for each other we're still individuals who don't know what's going on in each other's head or heart or mind and like relationships are solely based on trust and in order for us to trust each other we need to know um, what's going on in each other's mind um, you know to be able to like attend to that Um, for me, I think, um, relationship, first of all, emotionally available. I mean, you have to be able to make what you feel. And second of all, you have to be mature. And you have to be respectful. Communicate with your partner. So I think the first thing is, if you really respect someone, um, you will be honest and loyal and you will communicate because, you know, because of the respect that you have for that person, 
you know, um, it's going to be important for you to always say, like, honestly, what you feel, what you want, what you don't want. And um, you're not going to, you know, um, isolate yourself, not talking or, you know, just I, I just all of these play, play a part, like the available partner has to be available emotionally so you guys can connect. And then you will have to respect each other. The respect is one thing that will keep the relationship going. And then also maturity. Um, relationship is not something, you know, that, you know, two kids can just do. It's not like, you know, like we see in TVs. It's just love, love, love. You know, you need that communication, that honesty, that respect. And you have to be mature enough to handle it. I think for me, that's that's the key to a successful relationship. So in my case, I think in order for a relationship to begin and continue to progress over time, each party has to want it um, to be that way. Because if one party is checked out over the other, it's just, it's not like the, it's not easy being in a relationship. And I think it takes work in order to make that um, be good over time. So if one person is not in it over the other, it's just not going to happen. And I think one of the keys for that to continue to blossom is um, what you guys already said, definitely communication. I think it's important. I know it may sound cliche to say it, but it's really important to be able to talk to your partner it's really important to be able to communicate to that person you know the things you like the things you don't like and also not just about yourself and what you're looking for but also within the relationship itself kind of check in um, from time to time about what's working what could um, be getting some improvement in order for things to be better Things like that, I think, are are crucial um, in order for a relationship to progress um, over time. And not just um, yourself being able to do that, but also be encouraging to your partner to, to do that. Kind of have that opening um, for the both of you, since we're talking about monogamy. Um, kind of have that open um, for both parties in order for each other to feel comfortable to talk not just in you know the good times talk about the good days the things that you know when you you are in love and when you have feelings and when you want to be with that person you have um, plans in your head that you want to make with this person those are the good times but also when the bad times come once when the person does something to you that you don't like or when you do something to the person that they don't like and they may not even be aware of um um it's important to have uh, communication as a component of the relationship to be able to tackle on those issues um not just the the good moments the good times and um, another component for me also is one that you guys mentioned already is respect. I think it's very important uh, to respect your partner. It's very important to see this person as a um, priority in your life because when you don't have that respect component, you can 
pretty much do whatever you want in the relationship and think it's gonna fly it's like oh I'm just gonna do this and she or he will be fine with it and that's okay and it's not because if you love someone and you care about them and you see them in your future and and you know you you want to have a good life with them you have to be able to acknowledge this person as being important and I think the way to do that is by um definitely respecting them and um kind like basically you know prioritize this person in your life make them feel wanted and um them making you also feel wanted making you feel important making you feel like they are part of the things that you do I, I think it adds um, this layer of security in the relationship when you you prioritize the what's and the needs um, of your partner and um, also another component while to me while you know, building this togetherness is also to remain true to who you are. I, I know it's not easy to do when two people come together and you try to understand each other's mannerisms, each other's um, wants and needs to want to be able to still be yourself. But the reason why this person got to be with you and you got to be with them is because of who they are in the first place. So when you lose yourself in the whole mix, I think that can cause some issues too because someone who cares for you, who loves you as much as, you know, there's compromise and understanding each other, that person will never ask you to be someone else and you will never ask um, of that person to be someone else. So um, staying who you are, true to who you, you've been, I think is a, is a key component to making a relationship work also. I wanted to like also say that honesty I feel like in a relationship begins from the time that you know you're courting whoever you want to be with a lot of times like people start thinking that they need to practice honesty once they're in a full-blown relationship but it becomes harder as you know you your your relationship progress um so when I say like even at the time that you're courting the person like I feel like sometimes you know um people have trouble like being honest about what it is that, that they feel like you know if they do want a relationship sometimes I feel like most of the time guys are kind of like following the lead of the woman um as in like okay I'm just gonna see where she stands before I make a move and although I feel like okay that's kind of safe I don't feel like you know it's being honest because if you're talking to someone and you're going out with someone and you're dating someone and you already know you want to be with them why do you need to like wait for the person to show you certain signs or certain things to like let them know I feel like being honest with them letting them know that okay I want to be with you I feel this and I feel that and this is what I want um it's a really like great way to start you know being honest because the only two things that can happen is either the person lets you know that they're not on that level and or they're not ready yet or they want the same. And I feel like on the contrary, women tend to like, you know, really hold back. It's like, you know, even though they too may, you know, like the person, they may like, you know, the guy, 
they're they always tell themselves you know they're well they're not gonna like you know put themselves on the line and talk about their feelings because they don't want the guy to be like what i'm not trying to you know be this or that with you but it's like you don't have to like tell a guy hey let's be together or whatever but letting a, a person that you're dating know from the get-go what you want you know hey i'm not dating casually you know i'm dating with purpose or I'm never going to want a family, you know, these little kind of things. I mean, I'm just saying as an example, um, or, you know, <laughs> I have 10, 12 toes, you know, little stuff that, you know, the person needs to know, like let the person know from the get go, because it helps both of you guys know if you're right for each other. It's like, you know, talking to each other, flirting with each other, having sexual chemistry and all of that. And then boom, once you get to be with each other, you're realizing that you really don't have a lot of things in common. You don't want a lot of things for the future in common and it's like you're stuck in a relationship that wasn't built with honesty from the get-go so like Cassie said being true to yourself and being able to communicate that to one another from the get-go I feel like it's a good way to set the tone for something to either be or not be yeah I think um what Cassie said it's very like um being true to yourself because um, it's important in the start of the relationship. You know, both of you guys will know from the jump what you want, if you want kids, if you don't want kids, if you, you know, you will know um, if you think for the long run or if you want a casual things. Like, everybody's going to be on the same page. But also, in the middle of the relationship, it is very important, too, because it's very convenient to be knowing somebody and then when you start being in a relationship it's it's a whole other person mm -hmm. it's really really losing so from the start it's really good we're gonna be on the same page but in the middle of the relationship too i mean it's important because if from the jump you were lying about who you were or your principles what you want in life you're going to confuse your partner in the long run. person is going to be like, this person, like, this is not the person that I was with. And this could create confusion. Could just, you know, be emotional. They didn't want you, you know, they wanted the person that you said you were before. And now they have to. And it's not easy because probably these new persons that you show in to be is not what they want in their life. So like Rasha and Cassie said, it's really important to be honest from the jump and also be true to yourself because this is the main reason most of relationships don't work because it's confusing to your partner when you just turn out to be someone else. Um, I yeah, I think it's important to be honest with each other. But I think another thing um, that's important is when the person shows you who they are, you kind of, you know, trust your gut, because sometimes the person you think, you know, they're being honest and everything, but there are um, little things that you're able to detect that are um, like, hmm, okay, you told me this and that, but the other day you told me something else, you know? 
I, I think it's important. It's part of the being yourself to, to be able to trust yourself in making certain decisions before getting in the relationship and also while being in the relationship because you're not always going to know, you know, uh, what the person is telling you, what they're telling you, if it's um, true or not true. But I think um, it's important also to trust uh, your gut when it comes to these things. And it's easier said than done because, you know, you, you, you talk theory that this is what I would do if I were in this situation. This is, I mean, I, I've been on the, 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 in situations like that. It's like, this is definitely how I would react. This is definitely what, what I would do. But then when you're in the situation yourself, mm-hmm. it's a whole other ball game. It's a whole, uh, yeah. Like, you're actually living it, you know, you're actually in it. And what do you do? Do I keep this going because maybe it could be better or do I just let it go because it's just not working out? Am I missing something? If I give it some more time, would it be, you know, something else? Maybe I missed something or maybe I saw it and I still, you know, there's all these questions that are coming into your mind, but I think, um, trusting yourself uh with the things you feel in making those decisions because the matters of the heart i find are probably the most difficult things we have to deal with as mm-hmm. humans you know it's not like choosing a job not like choosing a house it's choosing someone to you know build a life with and and share things with you know good bad and all the all that stuff um it's it's really not easy but I think I I guess one thing you you can um I guess kind of rely on which may not always be right is you know trust yourself and see what your gut tells you and um try to listen to that I think um We didn't like talk about like also like consistency. I think it goes hand in hand yes. with like if you're being true to yourself, obviously you're still mm-hmm. gonna be the same person, you're not gonna change. But oh my god, like consistency makes such a difference. Like, I'm I swear, if you want someone to love you, just be consistent. That enough is you know is key to like make the person be drawn to you because whatever you said from day one is still what you said after day 10 and it's still what you said after month 10 and year 10 and I think it's beautiful because it's like you know you you get to know who you're with because the person becomes predictable and also you can vouch for the person never a hundred percent because you're not in the person's heart but you can be like no that's not like her that's not like him he wouldn't do that she wouldn't do that because you kind of know who you're with like consistency like if you know you're used to doing something from day one don't do it because you're just courting the person or you're trying to get with the person and then once you're with the person things change or it's over do it because that's just how you are if you are the type of you know woman when you wake up you know you you text your boyfriend or you make breakfast once you guys are together don't stop doing that they'll be like oh my god okay i already have him i don't need to do that and don't do that just to get with the person do things that you would normally do so you just invite the person into your life into your ways so once you're together it doesn't change if you're the kind of guy when you wake up the first thing you do is you take your phone and you text your girl and you say good morning because that's just how you are as a person that's perfect but don't do it and then once you're in a relationship it's like 
you know, I haven't heard from him for hours because that's also not like Cassie and D said, that's not the person that I settled to be in a relationship with. I settled to be in a relationship with the person who was courting me and where is that person? So consistency is so important. Like you create your own routine with the person. And I feel like that's what allows for building intimacy and more. Trust. Yes, trust. There's like two sayings that I really um, love and I think they kind of sums up what a relationship really is. It's like, don't introduce me to a vibe that you cannot maintain and also actions speak louder than words. So it's like first saying and the second one is staying true to yourself because um, you said this, but do you act according to what you're saying? That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I totally, to circle back to what you guys have been saying, it's definitely, those are definitely key points when it comes to not only introducing a relationship because everything is it's all gonna matter based on the foundation on that relationship how it all started but when you keep all these components going then it's gonna uh, determine how everything go um, along the way because you know you're, you're still getting to know each other um, through different situations you know when you first meet it's nice it's happy it's bubbly it's loving and all of that but when other components of life you know get in between you you see each other uh, reacting in different situations and you get to know how each person is based on the situation like when I met you you were this happy-go-lucky person you were calm you seemed serious about things and stuff like that and then once there's an issue it's like you're immature or you respond to this a way that I didn't expect you to based on what you showed me um and I I think those are all the things that you know um you you watch out for when you're not only starting but continuing and and put in building a relationship together and I think um one thing that we need to remember is that you know like mature relationships mature type of love is not really about like how the person looks or what the person has like when we were younger maybe that's those are the first things we were able to see and those were the only things we were able to see because we didn't live with the person we had to go home and stuff like that but with like you know being older um we realized that you know ultimately the way the person treats us the way we treat someone is what keeps each other um you know in love because if someone has a lot or if someone looks good but they don't make you feel good they don't treat you well um it's very hard you know to tell yourself that you're in a healthy loving relationship um but if you or the person are able to like you know remain consistent and you know respect each other make each other feel good you know maneuver conflict in a very kind and respectful way and still able to choose each other no matter what and that feels good I feel like that's what keeps us being in love with the person you know it's not just the person as in what they have how they look but it's like what these what 
what this person is able to how this person is able to make you feel and how you're able to make this person feel also like there's no one that's gonna stay with you if you don't make them feel good and the same way you shouldn't want to be with someone if you're not ultimately feeling good even when things are bad like still feeling good um to be with that person and proud to be with that person yeah i agree yeah, I was going to add um, you guys talking about actions speaking louder than words um, made me think of this this quote from uh, Maya Angelou um, that people will forget, you know, what you said and they will forget what you did, but never will they forget, you know, how you made them feel. And I think that also applies um, to relationships, romantic relationships as well. Yeah. Yes, it really does. Yeah, so I guess it's like a big pool of like key components, but I think at the end of the day is, are we making each other feel valued, respected, loved, appreciated, prioritized, like not prioritized as in like, oh my God, this person is my priority. I don't need anybody else. I don't want anybody else to know. We have different components of our our lives. And yes, this person is one of the most important components, but also letting the person know that, you know, any big um, altering life decisions, anything that I do, I want you to partake in it. I want you to know because I value your opinion I prioritize you as my partner someone that I want to build with so yeah therefore you know I want you to have a say in certain things you know that I want to undertake so people it's it's very important for for people to feel prioritized because it, it makes them feel safe in the relationship like okay I'm not this person's mother I'm not this person's child I'm not this person's best friend but I'm very important to this person also yeah Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agree. Okay, you guys. So now that we talked about all the do's, well, what we think are some of the do's um, the to make a relationship work, what do you think would be the negatives that could affect the relationship and make it not work? Um. I mean, I would say the opposite of everything we just <laughs> talked about. Like being, for me, like being like deal breakers, being disrespectful. Like I've never seen my dad disrespect my mom. I've never seen my mom disrespect my dad. So I want to have bigger and better than my parents. So I cannot be with someone who's not respecting me. And um, respect is in many ways, like not prioritizing me, meaning that, you're in a relationship with me, but you're acting like you're riding solo, then bye, go be solo. Don't like, you know, pretend that you're with me, but then it's like, you know, you can't like respect me in a way of making sure that I know certain things as, you know, being one of your priorities. Like, I know that you're spending the weekend somewhere. I know that you're going to be at work late. Like, this is not really like, oh, you know, the person you know, has to tell you everything, but it's more so like the person understands that they're no longer just them in their lives. They're sharing their lives with someone. So therefore, you know, they prioritize the person and letting them know, okay, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. It's a sign of respect, you know? It's a it's a very big sign of respect. And obviously, you know, the whole cursing thing, I don't really play that thing. That 
I was going to say Dario. <laughs> I don't even understand that kind of language. So if you're out there cursing me out, you're literally speaking Chinese to me. And if I can't understand what you're saying to me, I feel like you're not respecting me. Um, I think it's so ugly, not only for a man to like, you know, be using like dirty language. Well, not dirty, but you guys know, like disrespectful right. language with with their partner but it's also very ugly for women to do that like mm-hmm. don't hit your man don't call them names don't belittle them again goes to how people feel you can't be with a man and want the men to support you and all these things but then you're belittling your man you're not uplifting him because then girl he will find other women to uplift him okay so i'm not with the back and forth like cursing each other if there's a disagreement even if there's a fight still be able to be respectful and our exchanges what it is that we're saying what it is that we're doing to each other still be able to do it with respect and um yeah so pretty much like disrespect for me is is the biggest thing because like d said if you don't respect the same way, if you respect someone, there are certain things you're going to do. If you don't respect someone, it's the beginning of everything you're going to do to them. If you don't respect them, you're going to cheat on them because you don't care about their feelings. You don't care about them, you know, not knowing that you're being unfaithful. So as much as you want to say you love them, you don't because you don't respect them. You don't love them enough to respect the relationship that you guys have. And if you don't respect the person, you're also going to lie. You're going to look at them in their face and be able to tell them a bunch of things that are not true. So um, when you love someone and you respect them, you can't lie to them. Even if you want to, even if you try, you see the person and you're like, I can't do this. I can't lie to this person because I care about them and I respect them. And even if you fuck up, like, well, even if you mess up, you're going to like at least be honest and tell the truth because you just can't lie. So I feel like disrespect is like the beginning of all the don'ts and all the things that will eventually break a relationship. Yeah, um, I think for me, the first thing too is disrespect. Like disrespect is the root of all evil in a relationship. (laughs) And then... um, don't like controlling immature men like if you're dating a disrespectful controlling and immature man i'm telling you your life is literally over first of all the person doesn't care about how you feel about anything because they are disrespectful because disrespect is is the first thing you know it's not gonna be loyal it's gonna lie to you it's it's not gonna care how you feel when you act a certain way and then on top of that this person is controlling so it's like they have the right to do whatever they want and not caring about how you feel but you're supposed to act a certain way to make them feel good because they they controlling your life and then immature like relationships are not for kids just like gosh i said before when we were young the only thing we cared about in a relationship is like oh he's cute and he has money or he has this or that 
So that wasn't really love because we were not mature. We were just kids, you know. We we were just attracted to, uh, you know, physically to a person or, you know, this guy looks like he's nice or, you know, it's just in our, in our heads. So it's not really something that we know that we're talking about. So immaturity in a serious relationship is really 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 it's 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 exactly like disrespect because they don't really know what they're doing they are not they don't that's the first thing when they are immature they don't know what they want so it's like one day they show you they want to be in a relationship the next day they show you they don't want to be in a relationship it's like it's confusing to you as a person and also people who like change, like we talked about before, consistency is important. Like if I'm dating someone that I know is respectful, doesn't curse, doesn't curse when we have a disagreement, you know, um, respect me in all aspects. But then all of a sudden you show really disrespectful and you curse me out, you like, so it's like it's confusing for me because I'm like, who is this person? I don't really know you. It's like dating you. I was dating this nice, respectful guy and stuff like that. So it's like, like Sasha said, it's the opposite of all we said. If you're not consistent, you're immature, you're controlling, you're disrespectful, you're not really educated, you're not calm when it comes to a, you know, argument. You don't know how to react. You will say bad things, especially for women. Like, I really hate to see a woman who really curse men out and, you know, call them and all that stuff. It's like, there's a problem, too, in relationships. Um, women expect men to be, like, respectful and stuff like that, but they are not respectful, like, you cannot be saying whatever comes to your mind to your man. It's not It's not really cool. I think that's one thing that's going to make a man go away is a woman who's like has a dirty mouth. Like it's really, really not cool. And it's the same thing too for a man. Like it's not cool to be cursing your woman out and calling her names. Um, I think that's, that's pretty much it for me. I'd start with the disrespect, then the controlling, then the immaturity, and, you know, not being consistent, changing as a person, and not being respectful these bad words. I think that's how you just kill a relationship. What about you, Kathy? Yeah, um, I'm going to echo what you guys said about um, disrespect it, um, when I was younger um, it used to be to me that the number one thing that would just break a relationship for me would be if the person um, cheated on me not that it's not the case anymore but over the years uh, you know growing and um, going through different experiences I've realized that there's just there's worse than someone cheated on you cheating mm -hmm. on you there's worse than someone you know sleeping with someone else um, and you know like the physical that physical sexual act there's much worse that this person could do 
and it's definitely disrespecting you. I feel like this person can say things that are so hurtful and so vile. It it makes it worse than if they went to you know went to sleep with someone else. I don't uh, agree with people who you know belittle belittle others. We may not be on the same page about something. We may be having a disagreement. You may not like, you know, the way I think or what I'm saying. And it doesn't mean that it's open season for you to just tell me whatever comes to your mind. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's okay for you to to, to just tell me hurtful things just because you're mad. And the same goes for me. Like, well, when I get mad, I don't... Uh, curse or say anything bad but I can be a very cold person and it it can be it it can make the person feel disrespected you know like I'm trying to make things okay I'm trying to talk to you we're just having a disagreement and you're definitely you're completely not acknowledging my existence my existence that can be a form of disrespect so I've realized that um, the way that someone acts with you, the things that they tell you, the things that they do, the way they, you know, um, maybe they don't prioritize you as much as they could, especially if things have changed as the relationship progresses, that all falls under the umbrella of disrespect, like Rasha said. And it's like this whole um, pile of things that the person does to you or you do to them I don't want to be <laughs> biased or anything it, it's not a one-way thing but it's things that you do to each other that you say to each other it's not it's not okay because if you wouldn't do it you know to maybe your mom or your boss or whatever what makes you think you can just talk to me however you want to what makes you think you can treat me however you want and that's without you know um cheating on me like I said that that used to be my definitely you know major deal breaker it still is but just saying that um disrespect falls it falls under the umbrella of disrespecting me and I am not with that um and another thing that is I think that can break a, a relationship is to um is similar to what d said about immaturity and i think when a partner is immature to me that person is not acknowledging the relationship itself and i feel like when you don't acknowledge your relationship you kind of make it possible for other things to come in and break that relationship I had touched on that on one of the one or two of the episodes before uh, of um, partners who allow for other people to be part of the relationship. I think that's a big no, no, because if I'm supposed to be just if if it's supposed to be just you and I, um, since we're talking about monogamy, monogamous relationships, I expect for it to be just the two of us. You like something you don't like something, you talk to me about it. You like, um, I like something, I don't like something. I discuss that with you because it's going to create like this um, chain of many other components that at the end of the day have absolutely nothing to do with two people trying to build a life together, you know? Um, because when you take the opinions of A, B, C, D, and you you give that weight um compared to your your relationship that's that's gonna weigh it down 
because you can't please A, B, C, or D. You only should be pleasing um, me, and I only should be pleasing or, um, I, well, not pleasing. Maybe that's not a good word, but, you know, um, build with just the both of us, you know. Two individuals that are concerned should be the two individuals dealing with the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think allowing for third parties to be part of a relationship is definitely going to break it. And that is a, that's a major deal, deal breaker for me. And um, there are other little details as, you know, lying and things like that. Um, that's also not a good thing, but I, that also falls under, I feel, the, the category of disrespecting someone and not being, you know, a mature partner in the relationship also because what's there to lie about? You know, if we're supposed to be in this together, we're supposed to be able to communicate and be, you know, partners in, in, in something that we're put in together. What is there to lie about? If you don't like something, then you just come to me and tell me. You don't have to go behind my back and do anything or you, you don't have to try to hide anything from me because I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be, you know, upfront and transparent and everything with you. So I the same way I treat you, um, I expect you to do the same. And I think those are those are the things, like we said in the beginning, to um, put on the table so each person knows what they're dealing with you know so there are no surprises down the line like oh I didn't know this is what it was I I, I didn't know that this is this is what you were expecting well those are conversations to have in the beginning even if in between there might be some deceptions because you never know there's always factors of people not doing what they're supposed to do but I feel like if each partner does that then that should be that should be okay, you know, to to make things go well, even if there's disagreements and everything. But when you know what you're working with, you know each other's expectations and and stuff like that. It, it should make things be okay, you know. I think D is the one who actually like um spoke to me about that. Like, not that I, uh, you know, it was something that you know I. I did do because I didn't but I never thought about it that way like Cassie when you talk about like not letting third parties sometimes it can really seem as in like you know you're spitefully telling people bad things about your partner and letting them in and telling you what to do you know kind of like being the lead in your relationship whereas the two of you being the lead but I remember there was a time like D explained to me like when you're in a and it it makes so much sense and I totally like make sure that I keep that in mind when something happens if something happens you know you know um but it's like she told me that when unless you know for sure that you know you're done with seeing someone like the relationship is over and there is no turning back it's not every little thing that happens between you and and your partner that you you should share with your family or your friends like not in a spiteful way but even go go fetch for you know support because your family will always be your family and they will first and foremost have your best interests at heart so when you're sitting there and you're explaining to them that okay you know such and such said such and such thing to me or they did such and such thing to me even before you and your partner were able to like tackle the situation and work on it they automatically become in you know they put themselves in defense mode what they want to do is defend you and 
and protect you and what what happened to that it, it starts creating a thin line between them and the person because the person is hurting one of their loved ones so even if in the future you're trying to fix things you know with your partner or you guys are even good greater or better than ever it's still gonna be hard for your surrounding to accept them back because mm-hmm. it's like what you told them about that person put them in defense mode and they can't understand that you move past it because you two love each other sometimes it's not even that big of a deal but you were angry in the moment so you called your mom you called your dad you called your sister your best friend and because you're angry you're expressing hurt and they become angry for you but they're not in love with the person so when you're when you're past that when the person you know fixes things they apologize you know you guys are good they can't feel that you know peace again so then Mm -hmm. it becomes like very hostile and it becomes you know awkward and uncomfortable because when they look at the person you know they they see what you told them of the person now i'm not saying that you know you have to picture a perfect portrait of the person to everyone because everybody knows that relationships have ups and down but I feel like it's best after you deal with the person yourself and you guys go through a situation and yeah if you're having a conversation with your family you can be like yeah we did go through this we did go through that but we were able to you know come together to fix it that way this way or we decided to part ways and I feel like it leaves kind of like a neutral ground for them to feel like oh yeah they did go through this but because you're not explaining what happened in the moment with anger, they're not feeling, you know, they're not on defense mode automatically. And it's harder to do with your best friends, but it's still going to be the same. I feel like regardless, I'm still going to share certain things, most of the things, you know, with my best friends, because, you know, if something happens and, and it's hurting me, you know, I rather talk to my friends than my parents because I know that that's going to be it for my parents. They're not going to look back. They're going to be like, you know, done with this person, da, 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 da. Um, and I know at the end of the day, even if my friends take time to accept this person again because they want what I want, because they want to see me happy, they will eventually, you know, accept it and grow back warmer to it but it's it's not gonna change like if you have a friend who cares and who loves you and you keep going at them and explaining to them what someone is doing to you you have to understand that their reaction will not be a positive one because they care about you their loyalty is to you and what they see is that someone is disrespecting or hurting you so that's a that's something that d had shared with me you know um Because there are times like, you know, when things weren't okay and, you know, I felt like I had to tell people not in a bad way, but just to let them know, hey, you know, this is no longer or this is going or this is not going. And that was it because I just didn't want people to ask me questions. But, you know, she was like, you should probably give it time and see if it works, if it doesn't work. And then, you know, once you make up your mind, you know, you can share with others and I think that that was like you know those were words of wisdom because the people who love you even though they'll accept who you're with because of you their loyalty and their love will still be first and foremost for you so you know yeah yeah what you just said um, it's really important because family and friends 
they will never forgive that person because mm-hmm. they hurt you. It's like they hurting so they cannot go past that. But you, because you love them, you know, you can't, like you said, we can communicate and be honest and, you know, go past that. But there's another aspect to that too. The aspect where you in a relationship with a person who involves their family in it. Not, you know, going and telling their family. Their family is basically in the relationship with you and your partner. You know, um, if you have a partner who cannot separate family and relationship, you it's definitely going to be hard because family is very invasive. And like we said before, they, you know, they only see your side because you are their family. So it's going to be hard for your other partner to, you know, kind of navigate through that. Um, let's say it's a who's dating a guy and then this guy cannot say no to their family. And, you know, it's like they are invasive, they are disrespectful, and he cannot take a stand and say, you know what, this is my um, girlfriend or this is my wife. And I don't want you guys to, you know, disrespect her or say anything or, you know, get involved in my relationship. It's just me. Cannot, especially in the Haitian community, um, men have the tendencies to be like mamas or family's boys. So um, it's another aspect to it. Like, it is not okay to prioritize family and your relationship. Like Cassie said, it's just you and your you know, significant other. So you have to be able to put every single person in their places. It's like family, family, I'm you can always love me, but this is my relationship. So, you know, back off. Um, I think it's important for a woman or a man to do that too, because it can be very, very overwhelming for the person because it's like, you in a relationship, you're not even dealing with your partner. You don't really have a problem with your partner. The problem is with their family and they cannot, you know, they cannot say anything to their family. And it's like, it's it's really hard to deal with. I think, like Cassie said, it's you have to prioritize yourself and your partner. It's always going to be the both of you. And like Asha said, um, I'm kind of like that too. Um, I'd rather talk to a friend about it than family. It's not like I don't like my family or anything, but you know, um, like Sasha said, when you hurt and you're talking to your family, they can feel your you you hurting. They person is making you angry and they're and this is the only thing they can give the person in return. No matter how you work things out with that person, your family already absorbed that they are hurting you. So the only thing they can do is just, you know, be on defensive mode with them, not being okay with them. So it's really important to prioritize you and your partner. Go through whatever you're going through. If you can fix it, just fix it. And then you can talk about it. Or if you cannot fix it, you know, just part ways. And like Rasha said, maybe one day when a conversation pops up, you could be like, oh, yeah, that's that's what happened. That's why we split up or that's or that's why we better than ever now, because we went through this and we fixed it. So um, you have to prioritize the relationship. It's really important. 
Yeah. Um, well, I think that goes hand in hand with like another big no no, which is you need to be independent in your relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't be codependent. Like, you can be partners, you can be lovers, you can be friends, but you cannot be codependents because codependency is a state of need. You can't be with someone because you need them, because you feel like, you know, they bring basic needs to your life. Like, you know, they bring a shelter to you, they can feed you, because none of this has to do with, you know, emotions it doesn't have to do with any other emotion but the emotion of lack um so when you're codependent on each other it's the same way if you're being codependent on your family if you're being codependent on your friends but you need to be and remain independent in a relationship independent from each other but also independent from people around you you just you just have to be an independent person period like you can't just depend on your friends you can't depend on what other people are seeing you can't depend on society the way society moves you can't depend on what your family will think and you can't depend on everything your partner tells you to do you have to be independent in your ways it's like okay like d said um my family is my family my friends are my friends but you know what I need space to deal with my relationship right now. So yes, I do need all of you to back off because it's also one of my priorities. Thank you very much. If you're not an independent person, you can't say that. And Uh the same way, if you call the pen on your partner and something bad is happening, you need space or you want to even leave the relationship, you can't because you need that person to give you the green light or you feel like you can't leave because then whatever it is that that person is giving you is going to be missing in your life when it's not supposed to be that way. You don't, I don't feel like you have to be with someone because they bring anything to you. I feel like you two bring your, your, both of your world together and you merge it because you want to only because you want to not because you have to because you need to anything else but because it's something that you want so then if you don't want it anymore you can leave you know if you don't want it anymore you can part ways and both of you can still remain independent and be okay but um yeah so it's like it's for me it's another big no no I cannot be with a codependent person either on me or on anyone else because then best believe it's not just gonna be me and the person in the relationship it's gonna be me and all the other things that he is depending on so if you are someone who is super attached to your family you know they're the ones who fund your I mean, if you're like in your 30s and your family is the one who takes care of you, who give you food, all these kind of things, not to say it's a bad thing, but like you can't make decisions on your own because they provide for you. How are you going to make decisions for me and you? Like, you know, how are you going to stand up for me and you? If you're someone who's codependent on your friends or on your statue and status sorry and you're you know the way you are in society like you know if your friend thinks that you know you need to be with certain people because you 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 are cool or that's what we're used to doing since we were kids so that's what you have to do even though you don't want to do it but you keep doing it so how how do I come into your life when we build a life when we build a family when you have children how are you going to stand up to defend that family how are you going to be like I love y'all bro I love you we were friends since we were kids but nah like 
this is my family. I'm not fucking with that. How are you going to say that? And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's not pretty when you're older and you can't say that. Like the older you get and you're the, the more you keep your head down in front of people and do what they want. I feel like the, the, I don't know, such a turn off because we're like, Cassie said, we're all adults. We don't have to lie. We don't have to respond to anybody. We don't even have to respond to like, our partners in a way like yes men like a yes men person we just have to be true to ourselves stand up for ourselves and that's it that's all we need to do and the right people will fall into place in our lives including the right partner if you have a partner that can't accept that you speak up when they tell you something I love for me to be with someone even though I have a very strong personality but even though I say I want something for the person to be like, well, I don't want that. So it helps me realize that the person is still an individual and the person is true to themselves. I don't need anybody to be a yes man to me. You don't have to say yes to everything I say. I also have to learn things from you. How about you tell me, well, the way you're seeing things right now or, or the way you are handling a situation with your friend. I don't think it's the right way because the way I see it, you were wrong. That's good because I'm able to grow. Um, you know, I'm able to learn from you. But if you are codependent on anything but yourself, how are you going to provide that growth to your partner? Can't be codependent on your family. You can't be codependent on society. Society is the, the worst. You can't be codependent on society and you can't just be codependent on your friends or your partner you just have to be it like independent and um you know like we said at the beginning always be true to yourself and yeah you need to bring that into the relationship or else it's not even a monogamous relationship it's like poly with the whole world yeah it's maturity you have to be mature yeah relationship is not for kids if you feel like you're still a kid, you want your parents to always tell you what to do, like, don't be in a relationship. Yep. Wait that you have that freedom before you get in a relationship because it's going to wait on the other person who's mature and ready. So I feel like maturity is very important when it comes to relationship. Relationship is just not for kids. Yeah. Yeah, um, to our listeners, we're not relationship experts or anything um we we're just talking from you know common sense also I think that's something that is needed in any kind of relationship and from our experiences this is the because we also had to learn you know we also had to um face certain situations in order to know what worked and what didn't um regardless yep. of the our per- personalities you know because I can speak for all three of us being you know strong independent women and everything but we also had our share of experiences you know that turned out to be lessons and things like that and that we learned from um in order to do better with the with each next step so just to let you guys know that we know relationships are not easy. It's not, it's very difficult coming together with someone and, you know, um, building things together, but it's, it's a work in progress that can work. That can be okay. If you um, look at certain things that do make sense, you know, that are not um, 
so complicated because relationships can sound complicated, but there are other aspects of them that can be so much like more simple than we make them sometimes. So, um, mm-hmm. which is taking me to my next question for you guys. Wait, I wanted to say something. I yes. wanted to say, I think D said it, but like another thing I was thinking about, I think D said it, but don't ever ask for something that you can't give. Like if you mm-hmm. can't give the person trust, if you can't trust the person, don't be mad if the person can't trust you. If the person is like, well, you were out for three hours, where were you? If you do the same thing, you can't be mad that the person does the same thing. So don't ever ask for someone <laughs> to give you something that you know for a fact you can't give in return. If you want someone to trust you, you have to be able to trust them. If you want someone to love you right, you have to be able to love them right too. If you ask for someone to be independent, you can't go and depend on them. So always make sure that you know you bring equity into your relationship and what you sit and you you having a conversation you're like i want this 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 if the person is like well i want the same thing in return and you're like all right cool i can give it to you so always make sure that you ask for something that you can also give that's what i was saying yeah it's very important yeah you you have to know each other's expectations for sure um but if two people are on different levels in their lives, do you believe that love is enough to sustain their relationship? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like, okay, this part is very controversial. People can like people. You are entitled to want to be with whoever you want to be. But I feel like And it's something that I personally had to learn that love is just not enough. You know, love is not enough. You know, if a fish and a bird fall in love, where will they live? They can't just love each other and build because obviously the bird can't go in the water and the fish can't be out of the water. So it's the same concept that I had to learn because I used to think that, oh, my God, like, you know, I don't care. Like, I'm going to save him like what I'm doing or what I have is enough for the both of us as long as he loves you. Da, 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 da. No. <laughs> okay. It's not enough. <laughs> Especially when you live in New York City. <laughs> love. <laughs> you gotta pay the never enough. <laughs> yes, it's not. I don't feel like it's enough. And I listened to another podcast. It's called On Another Note with Raven Elise. I love Raven. I watch her videos. I listen to her podcast. And she had a podcast about, you know, she made her first million. She's 27 years old. She made her she made her first million. She's successful. You know, she's a single mom, a very successful person. And she was saying that, you know, it's hard. People don't want to hear it, but it's true. She she can't just date anyone. And even though it feels wrong to hear about it, but it's true. You know, there is a certain level that you're in. It's not that you're trying to be dismissive or judgmental, but you know for a fact that, you know, dating someone that's not on that level, it's just not going to bring you happiness. And I'm not talking about just money. 
okay? Because someone can be very successful, but not on the same mental level with you. Someone can be very successful, but not on the same spiritual level with you, the same physical level with you. So you have to take all of that into consideration. Like, is the person able to match you, you know, financially? Is the person able to match you spiritually? Mentally, is the person thinking the same way? Because what happens when you decide to have a kid? How are you going to raise that kid? The person thinks that, you know, I don't know, you have to be materialistic, but you think that, you know, you have to be like, you know, an investor and stuff like that and invest in your future. So what are we teaching this kid? Who's right and who's wrong? So it's like these little things like teach you that love is not enough. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, you love me. But how are we going to build? I don't believe in the things you're seeing and you certainly don't see what I'm seeing. So you know, and when it comes to fin finances, I'm not saying that, you know, if you have a job and you're making six digits or let's say you have a job and you're making 80, 90, 70 thousand dollars and you're with someone who's making 40, 50. That doesn't mean anything because some people are making six digits and others who are making less have more money at the bank than those who are making six digits because they have a mindset of spending. They don't know how to manage their money. And the person that's making less knows how to manage their money. So again, same level as in mentality. Yeah, we have different incomes, but how can we bring our incomes together because we have the same mindset to build more of that, you know? And in the terms of like emotionally, like someone can, you know, be Christian Grey, but Christian Grey was not emotionally available. So I'm just saying, you know, you think that, Okay, the person makes enough money, they have a big house, they have a Ferrari, da 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 da. But then it's like you can't communicate with that person. It's like a block of ice on the bed. You come home, they're like, hello, good night, good morning, <laughs> bye. It's mm -hmm. like, how are your emotional needs met? They're not met. Now, if they have a partner, that's also hello, good morning, goodbye, good night. That works for them because they don't need oh. to have more than that. But if you know you're someone who's very mushy, you want love, you love attention, all that kind of great stuff, you need to have someone who's able to give it to you. So um, long, long answer short, no, love is not enough. If people are on different levels, it's just not going to work. Like, even though you love each other, I don't feel like it's going to work, not for the long run. You have to be on the same level in different areas, like mentally, spiritually, you know, somewhat physically, like because what, what you guys eat, you know, someone just wants to eat burgers every day, but you're you eat, you're a vegetarian, like not to say you can't make that work, but it's a different kind of eating habit and healthy habit that may not work for you if you believe that a burger is killing animal and the person believes that broccoli is just grass it's just not gonna work so i don't think like that love is enough what do you think d love is never enough <laughs> that's what i think <laughs> because i'm not because when people hear love automatically think about money it's not that it's not money at all it's every single like gosh I said I had to learn that too I, I never believed that love was enough but you know there's some stuff I you know I learned over the years 
you cannot it's not it's not just love like I can see you and you see me and we love each other and we want to be together but we cannot be together like you can love someone but you cannot be together you cannot leave um in the same roof because you the same level you have to be in the same level in every aspect of your life spiritually for example two people who have different fate cannot be together because it's it's going to be a fight because you believe in this and this person believes in that. And then boom, we have a kid and how are you going to tell your kids? Okay. Um, you know, I believe in God and God is this, this, and your partner said, no, I believe in the son, for example. And it's the son, you know, it's, it's very country, you know, it's, it's, it's not good. I think the first thing is spiritually, if you cannot be in the same page, you cannot be together. Second of all, emotionally, Yes, you can love me and I can love you, but my priority is work or my priority is getting money or my priority is my family or my priority is this. And I cannot make you a priority or I'm not available emotionally. We cannot be together. Yes, we love each other, but like you cannot give me what I want and I cannot give you what you want. I want the lovey-dovey stuff. I want all the emotion, all the passion, but you just you just can't give me that because what you want now is your career or what you want now is your money or what you want now is to work on yourself. So you cannot give me that. And you cannot be working and you're dating someone who's not doing anything. Like at mm-hmm. first, you know, it's going to be lovey-dovey. Yes, I love you. You love me, blah, blah. But then boom, we in the house and you're doing everything. That automatically break the relationship because you feel like your partner is not helping you. Like you have to pay the house. You have to put food on the table. You have to do this. You have to do that. And then on top of that, you have to love that person. You have to respect them. It's like, it's overwhelming. you like, I have to take care of you and also love you and respect you and do all that. But what the hell do you do? You know? So it's like, I'm I'm not saying you cannot be with someone like, you know, for example, every month and the person is making like $19,000 every month. It's okay. You know, like Sasha said, if we can balance that money, you know, and do what we have to do in the household with it or in the relationship with it, it's totally fine. But I cannot be making $19,000 and you're just not working and sitting at home. Like, it's okay even if you clean the house a hundred times and you cook and you do all that. I'm still going to feel like, like, when are you going to help me with all this? Because I always have to think about paying this and paying that. And, you know, you just cannot help me on this. So it's just, I feel like, um, it's important in the beginning of every single relationship to have that conversation. It's not just just dive into love and you know feel all the feels and have all the passion, but you have to talk. You have to sit and be like, okay, for example, you love kids. You want to have a hundred. Like, how are you gonna work that? There's no way you can work that. This person clearly said they don't want kids and you want a lot of kids. So it's not going to work. No matter how you love that person, you always want to, you always going to want to have your kids, but also you cannot force them to have kids because they already told you from the beginning they didn't want kids. So it's like, it's very important to be on the same level. We have to talk about spirituality. Do you believe in God or do you not believe in God? um emotionally like are you ready to have a relationship are you ready to put all your emotions out there are you ready to communicate to be honest 
um, okay, yes, you, you're not making a lot of money, but you're working, so how are we going to make this work? You know, it's all the aspect of it. It's not just love. Love is not, it's never going to be enough in a relationship because if it's all that you have, well, it's it's not good to, to make it work. You have, yes, you have to love the person. You cannot be with someone that you don't like, obviously, but also you have to understand that you have level in every aspect of your life to make it work and you have to be able to learn from each other to make it work because if not it's not going to work let's say you you live in a mansion your husband is super rich is giving you everything that you want materialistically but he's not available emotionally you're just in the house by yourself because every time he comes home it's just you know doing his work stuff so he can have more money and then when you ask for like emotion and passion and all that stuff and he's like how i'm gonna give you all you want and stuff like that when i have to sit here and give you love so it's like it's it's gonna be hard like fasha said if you find someone who just wants to make money with you then it's fine you know you both just kill yourself and making money and that works for you because you're on the same page but if you like, yes, I want to be stable and comfortable, but I also want you to love me. I also want you to give me attention. Then it's not going to work. So, guys, make sure when you're dating or when you love someone, you have all these conversations from the jump. Don't have those conversations while you like five, six years into the relationship, but then you realize your partner didn't want to have kids, but then you want to have kids, but your partner didn't believe in God, but you believe in God. Or it's like, it's very confusing. So yes, you need love, but it's not enough. It's not. Well, I'm a die, die, die hard romantic. Like I watch all kinds of romantic movies. I believe in love very deeply. But I'm also a realist because as much as you are, you know, like you guys said, in all these feelings and the love is strong and it's great and everything, there's also reality. What happens when you're outside of this whole magical, loving, you know, um, relationship because it's not always going to be um the good stuff not just the love so what is there besides that that each person can offer to the relationship what Mm. can this person bring to me what can I bring to them that's gonna work because you know yes they say opposites attract but similarities work you know you 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 um you develop feelings for someone because of the way they are and maybe you you might be a quiet person and they are a more outgoing person and you find that attractive and you know you develop feelings for the person and everything but what else besides that um that spark that you felt what else um can this person bring into your life that's gonna make you see this as something that can potentially grow into more you know, like you, you are someone who, who might be, you know, more, um, like I said, quieter, but then you, you, you're with this person who has such an intensity in, in their personality. 
So it's good that this person can bring, you know, this um, intensity into your life and you can bring that calm that you have in their lives. But okay, well, what else What else can happen? What else um, can happen um, to that relationship besides this love? And I think that's where similarities come in. Um, like you guys said, it's like, I see things this way. Do you see it similarly? Maybe not exactly the same because we're all different. But when it comes to, like um, D touched on spirituality, it's it's a very, very important, it may be sensitive, but it's a very important topic to discuss with uh, whoever you want to build a life with because it's like, I love you and I think you are a great person, but this is the faith that I have. This is who I believe in. This is what I believe in. And what is it that you think, you know, um, when it comes to that? And they have a complete different answer. You can agree to disagree with someone, but not when it comes to certain topics. Because if you're going to build a life with this person, even before kids come in the picture, like, what is it that, you know, you have in common that you can agree on? What kind of conversations are you going to have with this person if you're always going to disagree? There are going to be things you won't agree on. But when it comes to religion, for example, that's something that you always are going to disagree on because you just don't believe in the same thing. That right there, like I said earlier, common sense is something that you look at and you're like, okay, this is just not going to work for me. Like, you're a great guy, you're a great girl, but you just, we just don't think the same way. Like someone, for example, who, I I don't know, who really wants to, um, who's really driven, who, you know, they are building their lives and they may not be where they want to be yet, but they're doing all the efforts that they can do to get to where they want to be because they have this goal in their mind that this is what success would be for them, you know, know, doing the steps to get there. And then they meet this person who they connect with and it feels great physically and they have great sexual chemistry and everything. But when it comes to what this person and the is doing in their lives it's like yeah you know I'm just here we'll see kind of like just day by day what we'll see what life brings to me and this person is not really because you're you're putting the effort efforts to building yourself when you're with someone who's not doing that that's gonna give you you know it's gonna make you feel like okay I'm working towards myself and I'm trying to get things to be in a certain point for me. But this person is just going by in life. It's like whatever happens, happens. And that's great, you know, if you want to think that way and it doesn't bring you stress if that's the way you think. But at the same time, it's like you should be doing something to build a life. You can't really rely on, oh, okay, tomorrow will bring what it comes with, you know. So the, that's something else that you, you, you look at that should be, if it's not exactly the same thing, but, you know, similar, like you, you are both people who are um, driven, who are working towards something, you may not be there yet, but at, you're, you're at least doing something for that, you know, and someone who is maybe um, super strong. And someone else, you could be maybe a partner that that's not as strong as your partner, and that 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 that's okay, because each other you can build on each other's strength. But if one is always the one, you know, like always the one that's taking decisions, always the one that's standing up to figure figure this out, doing this, doing that. At some point, the person is gonna be like, "Well, what exactly are you doing? Like, I'm just here." 
thinking of this is how things should be. This is what could happen. You may not be thinking of certain things, but if I come up with something, you know, maybe you could um, help me out on that. Like emotionally, like you guys said, be emotionally available for me to, you know, I may not, I may see this that way, but what do you think? What, what do you do? What do you see? Because then at some point, it's going to be like, you're you're uh, raising a kid. Like, don't you have a mind on your own? Don't you know what you could want? Like, I'm here thinking this is what the house should be. This is what the kids should should do. This is where we should this. Or this. It's like me, 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 me. But what are you doing? You know, I don't want to be raising a kid. I want a partner. And um sometimes one partner would be like you know it's whatever you want whatever you want is great whatever you want is fine and that's good but sometimes it's like well what do you want you know it's great that you want to think that I'll I'll be happy if you're happy but when are you happy for just what you want because I want to be happy with what you want you know I want to hear you hear your mind I want to know what you're thinking I I, because I, I want to feel that um equality between us that partnership between us and if i'm not getting that one way or another whether it's you know money wise or mind wise or spiritual wise it's just not gonna work you know it's it's not the love that we have eventually it's gonna fade and it's not even and you know when you fall out of love with someone that's some that's one thing but when you also stop loving that person altogether you just you stop caring about that person it doesn't matter to you how this person feels what they're going through nothing there's just not even a friendship left uh, it, it it's it's bad so yes love is great <laughs> love is beautiful love is all these things but love is not enough because it's it's not going to sustain um you know th- this love is not love is not going to last in reality and we do live in a real world we don't live in i don't know fairy tales and cinderella and all that stuff we have to live in in a concrete world so similarities are definitely going to be something that's that are something that is um vital to a relationship yeah Amen. bring like all these things that we talk about like when when we think that you know love is all that's needed it just brings us well it brings people to burnout one of the partners is going to be burned out because it's just too much if if you mm-hmm. only rely on love and you know you're the one that has to make decisions strength comes in different ways but there has to be strength your strength can be calm versus my strength can be loud but there needs to be strength in the process like Cassie said like I can't be the one standing up to people for us I can't be the one always defending this relationship always fighting for us and you're just out there hiding behind me I'm gonna be burned out because I also need support. I can't be the one working all the time. It doesn't matter how much money you make, but you need to tell me, okay, babe, like you make enough money to take the mortgage, but I got the electricity bill. I got the cable bill. I got the cell phones, like the little things that will also alleviate me. So it's like also, okay, you might be the parent who's going to be like, you know, the the most flexible, you might be the parent who's a little bit more laid back, but I can take on, you know, doing homework with the kids at night, I can give them a bath, I can feed them, you know, I can do 
things that you know you would be too tired to do but when one person is just like okay we love each other yeah but we're not on the same level and this and that and this and that it brings exhaustion because it's like you're always trying to find a common ground like for the spiritual part um you don't like Cassie said you don't have to be like you know, exactly the same. I may believe in God and you believe in God. And the way I have a relationship with God is not the way you have a relationship with God. But you know, you know who God is, you know that you respect God, and that's what you choose to believe in. And you know, push come to front, like, when we have to talk to a kid, we can also tell our kid, well, that's what we both believe in. Now you'll have to make your own experiences, but this is what your parents believe in versus confusing the kid and telling the kid, well, I don't know what your mommy's talking about, but that's not true. Cause then, you know, we're supposed to be teachers to our kids. Yes. Have a path for them to make their own decisions, but they're there. They have to have a, 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 a start. A, a start point you know they need to start somewhere firm as in like not already be confused from the get-go um especially not by their parents and it's also like you know you may pray a certain way but I don't pray that way that but we both know that you know if something stressful is happening we can go to God you know we can say God help me or the other person can have a weekend of you know meditation to pray but as long as, you know, we know we're on that same God page, I'm not on God page and you're on moon page because then these pages cannot, you know, clash together. And, you know, like also D said, I can't be working and you're not working at all because, yes, you might be working and making more money than me, but I'm also working. I may not be able to help as much as you help, but I can put in something versus, yes, you're working, you're working, you're working, but I can't even put in a dime. You're working, taking me out you know, taking me on dates and stuff like that. But you can't come home to dinner because mm -hmm. I need you to grocery shop first. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's I feel like it's just gonna even talking about it. I feel exhausted. It's like, I don't see how it's possible. One person is gonna be burned out. And I guess the other person's just gonna not care. Yep. That's how it's gonna be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, we are at the end of this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it as much as I think we did. What do you guys think? How? What did you think about the episode today? I'm ready to go back to sleep. <laughs> it was good. It was good, but you know, it's... It was good, but it's also things that are happening now. You know, we're freaking old and those things are happening now. So it kind of makes you really think about your own life and your own different relationships. And are you applying what you're saying? And it's like, darn, like I need to do a better job. <laughs> but it's good. It's always good to bring these conversations like on the table because it's a reminder too of what we believe in, what we want, and hearing each other, what we don't know that, you know, we're learning. Yeah. It's a really good and it really made me think of my, you know, myself and what I believe in and what I want. 
And like Cassie said, sometimes when you're in the midst of a relationship, you could get lost a little and these type of conversation could be like a really good reminder to tell you like this is what you stand for, this is what you want, and this is what you really trying to relationship or for yourself. I think it was a really good one. Yeah, same for me too. Those conversations with you guys, they turn out to be reminders um, for me also because it's kind of like as I'm talking, I'm um, connecting things with my, you know, my own experiences and things like that. And it's always refreshing to be able to go back and see, you know, what I'm doing, what I could be doing and talk about it. So it was good for me as well. And I hope... You guys, our listeners, will join us on the next one. But until then, thank God it's podcast. Bye. Goodbye.